0: Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to build smart now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. As successful business owners, we should all be setting goals. Lots of goals, small, short-term goals, and big, hairy, audacious, long-term goals. But there is one goal. One goal right now, right at this very moment in time, for you and your architecture firm, that is more important than all the other goals. What is the single most important goal you will achieve such that by achieving it, everything else in your firm will be easier or unnecessary? That is your one goal. Achieve your one goal and everything else will be easier or unnecessary. I will show you how at the new Entree Architect Small Firm Planning Course, I will walk you through the eight steps to accomplishing your architecture firm's single most important goal. It's simple, it's straightforward, and together, we will identify your one goal and develop an action strategy that will show you what needs to be done by whom and by when. So let's accomplish your one goal. Learn more right now at entrearchitect.com slash one goal. That's entrearchitect.com O-N-E-G-O-A-L. EntreArchitect.com slash one goal. My name is Mark Arlapage, and you are listening to Entre Architect Podcast, where each week I speak with inspiring, passionate people who share their knowledge and expertise all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. This is episode 299. And this week, we'll tell you how to automate your marketing to find the clients you want. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, RCAT, the online resource delivering quality building material information, CAD details, BIM specifications, and so much more at RCAT.com. And FreshBooks, the cloud-based accounting software that makes running your small firm easy, fast, and secure. Spend less time on accounting and more time doing the work you love. Rob and Kennedy, welcome to Entree Architect Podcast. Mark, Thank, dude, you us. Us. Thank you for having us. Oh, this is going to be a good one. This is, this is a, a topic that we're going to get into here that so many of our listeners are asking for before we talk about any of the marketing things that we're going to talk about here. Uh, I want to introduce you to our listeners. Uh, Rob and Kennedy are the most unlikely entrepreneurs you'll ever meet. Sporting hairstyles that look like comic book characters and backgrounds in psychology, hypnosis, and show business, it's hard to believe they are serial entrepreneurs with an uncanny knack for building businesses with riotous email marketing. Rob and Kennedy are the founders of Response Suite, which helps businesses power their sales and marketing using uh, customer feedback. Uh, They're also the hosts of a popular podcast, The email marketing show. So you should go check that out, where each week they speak with marketers and talk about the things they're doing in marketing and, and how to how to build specific strategies in marketing. Um, and I've invited Rob and Kennedy here to join us today because marketing is one of those requests that we hear over and over and over again, that people want to hear more about marketing. They want to know how to attract more clients. And more importantly, they want to know how to attract the right clients. And I think that we're all working really hard at learning how to be better marketers and how to build marketing systems, but I also think that many of us are doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think Rob and Kennedy might be able to help us here. So Rob and Kennedy, thank you very much for hanging out here with me a little bit and talking about marketing and giving us some strategies on, on what we should be doing here as small for market and how to <laughs> get the right people walking through our doors. So welcome. We're excited oh, to be here. Really pleased to be here. Great, great, I, to, just to get started, let's learn a little bit about you guys, your background. Usually I go deep into an origin story, but I don't need the origin story. What I really wanna know is, why should we listen to what you have to say in terms of marketing? So give us some background, where you yes, come from, exactly. what you're doing and, and why you built the, uh, the it's response suite is the name response of the company. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it's really interesting because Rob and I have never had a job. We've never been to a job interview. Actually, when we started response suite, uh, we asked in our very first interview for our founding developer right here in the UK, our first interview question was, so how is this supposed to go? Genuinely. Cause, genuinely. Cause we've never been to an interview. We've never done an interview. We've never been. A, so basically Rob and I, we met because we're both in the entertainment business. We're all both in show business. Um, I'm what in the States they call a mentalist in the UK. They call it a mind reader. Rob is a hypnotist. And we, we've been friends for like 18 or 19 years now. And uh, we met because of that. And, the thing is, when you do that kind of stuff, a bit like being an architect, is you get into it because you enjoy doing the thing that you do. You enjoy designing beautiful properties or or whatever it is you do as an architect. And whereas I really enjoyed entertaining people and making them laugh with my weird abilities to understand how people think, and Rob, similarly, to understand how to influence people and make them do funny things, we had to understand. But then we realized, I'm in this business, and suddenly, oh my gosh, I didn't realize, but it's a business. And suddenly, if I've got no other skills or no other interest of what I want to do in my business, I've got to somehow market myself in order to get more work, in order to bring more of the right kind of work, which is the thing I think we'll probably be talking about most today is getting the right kind of work for us so we're not wasting other people's time. We're not wasting our time. We're not doing any of that irrelevant work, I suppose. And, and suddenly you end up in this place You go, I've got to actually get really good at this so I can do more of the events I want to do. And the reason I want to do that is because I really don't want to get a job. <laughs> that's it. You know, um, all I'm doing is defending this idea that one day I might have to get a, go to an employment. So that's not going to happen as long as I keep marketing myself.
0: Effectively. What you just said is so, it's going to resonate so much with our audience because you're an artist. Both of you are artists. What you just described is art. You're, per, you're performers. You want to, to uh, entertain people but you're artists and architects are also artists deep down. We are artists, which is why so many of us struggle with business and why so many of us struggle with marketing. And so the, 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 the place you found yourselves as uh, entertainers, we find ourselves as architects all the you time. You know, what's
1: really interesting that I'm sorry, Rob, I'm not going to let you speak yet. Rob is here by the yes, way. Yes. we're
0: we'll
1: to <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's tough on a podcast. <laughs>
1: do you know, do you know, um, but do you know, what's really interesting. And I hear this a lot when I speak to fellow entertainers and fellow artists around the world is we think it's a different skill. We think being an architect is different to doing marketing. It is the same skill set. And I'll tell you why. One, are you not every single day trying to do impossible things? Are you not trying to fit square pegs into round holes? Are you not trying to make lots of people happy? Are you not trying to design something that's aesthetically pleasing and also effective and practical. So look at all these things. Everything I just said is the same whether you're an architect or you're trying to run a business or you're trying to do marketing, you're trying to make more sales. It's the same problem solving that you have to do every single day. And we're already good at it, as artists. And actually we're better at it than most people because we can come up with creative solutions and the, log- the logical people usually cannot. So we're already an advantage and it's the same skills. Mm.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. So,
2: so Rob, what's your, what's your background? So as a hypnotist, I'm all about understanding what it is that influences people to want to take a step forward and and do something that you want them to do. And so I suppose our natural, our natural calling them was, okay, what is it that makes people make a buying decision? How can we talk to our audience in a way that actually feels very natural, but makes them at the end of it want to do business with you? And, and then that means that you're not pushy, pushy, pushy salespeople you can actually almost be pushy away salespeople and people get magnetically drawn back in because the language that you use really resonates with them. The way that you talk to them makes sense to them. The way that you uh, communicate with them feels like you're talking directly to them. We have a friend, Natalie, who's the founder of a big online website called bossbabe.com. She has this great idea that the best kind of marketing is the marketing where it feels like you're in the person's head. And so if you can create all of your stuff in a way that speaks directly to your clients, and, and and by that, I mean only the ideal clients, the clients who can afford to pay you what you're worth and what you want to charge. They can afford to, uh, to, to do that without thinking about it. They can do it in a way that is going to be comfortable. So they're not going to be saying, Oh, well why can't that be made of glass and only cost me $3 50. Like, all of those difficult clients that I'm sure lots of people have had. We've all experienced that, haven't we? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. It attracts the right clients and speaks to them in the right kind of way so that actually business becomes really enjoyable. The marketing bit becomes enjoyable because who wouldn't want to spend all day every day having conversations with their perfect client who are ready to hand over money and sign the deal there and then. without? So you can do the it. jobs you like doing with those
1: perfect clients.
0: Yeah, so much. You're talking directly to our audience here. This, That's what they're looking for. You know, and, and, and we've, we've <laughs> talked about building websites. We've talked about the importance of building a, an email list. We understand as small firm architects who are part of the Entree Architect community here, that marketing is important and we need to do this online, that this is the way marketing is done today. Um, and so how do we do that? How do we attract those ideal clients? Cause we've identified our ideal clients through other ways. And, and how do we, how do we find those ideal clients and get them walking through our door? Do you know what's really interesting is, I think this idea, have we all
1: heard of this idea of the customer avatar or the buyer persona? Well, we're gonna rain on some people's parades now by saying this, but we really believe that that is totally irrelevant this year, now, from now on, right? And, and
2: the why is that, Rob? Well, because you can't speak to everybody on Earth in exactly the same way and expect to get the same results. And the truth is, even if you think I have a really, really niche audience, so my exact client is male in their thirties to fifties. They are entrepreneurs and they and they want to build their dream home. You might think of that and that but you think that's really niche, right? They are married with two children and, and you go, how much more niche than that can I, can I be? That's my customer avatar. I'm going to call him, I don't know, Dave. And that's, what, that's who he is. The problem is in this day and age, we live in a world where all of your Dave's, all of your ideal clients have different hopes, different aspirations, different fears, different objections. They need to be spoken to in different ways. Some Dave's are Dave's you want to work with. Some Dave's you don't. Exactly. <laughs> some Dave's are lovely dudes. Some Dave's are something different. And... Uh, <laughs> Well richer than Dave. <laughs> and so what you have to do is you have to think, see... I did there? I saw what you did. That was a, joke. That was a joke then. Uh, so what, what, warn us when the next one's coming and we'll laugh. Um, so what you have to do is to be able to look at it and say, actually, do you know what? That might be my customer avatar, but then that suddenly gets divided into a bunch of different types of people and, oh, the customer avatar just fell over. I've suddenly got lots of customer avatars.
0: Look at the
1: way we consume content these days. Like right. if my dad calls me up and says, hey, are you watching... That thing on on BBC One, and I'm like, no, Dad, I'm watching Netflix. I'm busy watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, season four, episode eight, because I want to at this moment. Whereas simultaneously, my mum's watching The Crown, season six hundred and forty two, episode nine. Be- at the same time, we consume content that way, so we can't. Sp- like the world of content, Netflix and uh, is it? Hulu and yeah. uh, and 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 Prime. They have all realized. Hang on. Everybody consumes content at a different rate, at a different time based on what they want right now. And the idea of having a singular customer avatar cannot work now because of that. And now normal television is trying to catch up
2: because everybody's got on-demand services online. And, mm-hmm. and and since the beginning of technology, we've been trying to dodge having to watch stuff on the TV schedule. Like we VCRs and Betamax for a bit came in so that we could record our own programs and watch them later. And that was a rudimentary, 20 years ago, a rudimentary attempt At the time cutting edge but a rudimentary now attempt for us to be able to consume content and consume things in the way that we want to do it i mean if you have a thousand people come to your website and they browse or they look at brochures or they meet you at an event and they go into your marketing process they inquire about your services they've sort of raised their hand and said i'm interested in having that at a conversion or building that house or that thing I, i need your services in some way that's great but now, what happens is you now have to start an uncomfortable conversation that I know nobody wants to have, where you have to find out about them. And if you think about the typical sales techniques that people are taught, like ask all of the questions and build up all of the pain and find out where t- they're t- at, all of that stuff that nobody wants to do. Yeah. You now have to do what this sort of selling at them. And what's actually happening is they're coming into this saying, okay, architect, I'm going to talk to you, but I'm also going to talk to 10 of your competitors because everybody needs to get more than one quote from everybody. Tell me why I should pick you. Why should I pick you? What are you going to do for me? How is this going to work? And that's a difficult conversation. It means you're starting on the back foot. It means that you're instantly, statistically not likely to win that deal. And that's a real problem. If you can flip that around, however, by getting as much information about somebody as you possibly can ahead of time in a way that sort of flips the dynamic a little bit so that actually they're more applying to sort of have a chat with you and see whether this is a fit for you. Like, it's almost like you're not fighting for the competition anymore. It's almost like they're fighting to be your client. Wouldn't that be a stronger place to be?
0: We'll be right back to our conversation after this quick break to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect, RCAT, and FreshBooks. Have you been to RCAT.com recently? It's the number one most used website for finding building product information, and it has a new look. RCAT has updated their site to get you the data that you want that much faster. Their search now allows you to choose what kind of information you want, like CAD, BIM specifications, and you only get those results. Just that data, that's all you're going to get. RCAT is also constantly fine-tuning their search engine to make sure you keep getting the information that you ask for, fast and easy. Of course, it's still free and it requires no registration, not even a login. It doesn't require any email. It does not require any money. It's free. If you need building product information and you haven't yet used RCAT, it's time to go check it out. If you've never tried RCAT, head over to RCAT.com and try it out. You'll be glad that you did. That's RCAT.com, A-R-C-A-T.com. Go check it out and let them know that Entree Architect sent you. In case you are wondering, 192 hours works out to about two business days every month. Two business days? Well, why the math? If you're an architect and you're using FreshBooks cloud accounting software, that's the amount of admin time that you can save every year. How? Well, FreshBooks is so fast and so easy to use that it changes the way that you deal with your paperwork. FreshBooks is the simplest way to be more productive, more organized, and most importantly, it will get you paid quickly. You can create and send really professional-looking invoices in under 30 seconds. And when you email a client an invoice, FreshBooks can show you whether they've seen it, which puts an end to that guessing game on whether they got that invoice or not. If waiting for a client's check in the mail is slowing you down, slowing down that cash flow, With literally two clicks, you can set yourself up to receive online payments. Oh, and your clients, they will love paying by credit card straight from their invoice. FreshBooks helps you avoid having that awkward talk with your clients about past due payments. FreshBooks automates late payment email reminders. This is my favorite part. So you can spend less time chasing payments and more time working on your projects. If you have any questions whatsoever, FreshBooks' award-winning customer service is amazingly helpful. They're super friendly and they have zero attitude. Plus, a real live person usually answers in three rings or less. To claim your month-long unrestricted free trial, go to entrearchitect.com freshbooks and enter entrearchitect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's entrearchitect.com freshbooks. RCAT and FreshBooks. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. What you're talking about is so important. The, the small firm architects, they are so busy. They are wearing so many hats. They're doing everything, right? Because many of these small firm architects are sole practitioners. They're they are leaders of, of uh, you know, two or three people. They're doing everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And now we have to do marketing and we've finally built our website. We finally put together a lead magnet on our website. And so we're getting email um, uh, responses. So we're finally learning how to do that. We've identified our avatar and now you've blown up that idea of the yeah. avatar that it's not important. So now what do we do? So how do we have this? How do this we fix it? So Let's Everything not up you to mind. that point is still important. Yes, yes you exactly. Have your
1: website and your lead magnet. That's all fine. It's great. Yep. And it sounds like we've just blown it up. I'm going to just leave you high and dry and be like, hey, come and, you know.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. See See you, mate.
1: Bye. The answer is really simple because we like to keep things super, super simple. Like if you look at the way you solve any problem when you're you're doing a new design, the the answer once you get to it is beautiful simplicity. So that's what we're looking for here, right? The answer is simply ask people. Huh. Imagine that, right? <laughs> Literally ask people. So imagine someone comes into your world. Let's say they join your list because they, because of your lead magnet, as you just mentioned. Okay. So somebody's decided on your website, or oh, you've got a really nice download of something or other. I'm going to put my email address in there. Now I'm on your email list in exchange for the thing that I downloaded. I'm a happy person. The thing is at that moment in time, if I've just joined your list through your your lead magnet, what do you really know about me? Nothing. Right. So, give me a typical lead magnet that an architect might use, or maybe one that you're familiar with. Would yeah, you? maybe
0: maybe we put together a, a list of the five things that architect or, or uh, potential uh, homeowners may need to know before hiring an architect.
1: Beautiful. Okay. So I put my email address in there. So it's Kennedy. I am wonderful. Not really, but let's imagine it was Kennedy. <laughs> now let's rule
2: out the. People who are other architects who are just getting on your list and they just want to see what you're doing.
1: Right. right. So I put, yeah, exactly. So I put my email address in there. So now you know that I'm probably in the market looking for an architect for something. So if you now send me an email saying, hey, Kennedy, you wonderful human, would you um, here's some things you need to know about that roof, that, that loft conversion? And I'm going, I don't, I don't give two stuffs about my loft. I'm not getting, I don't have a loft. I live in an apartment. Or I live in on a, on a, yeah I live in a ground floor apartment I don't care oh okay so no matter what emails you send me about this amazing loft conversion I'm gonna I'm not only gonna in, unsubscribe the worst thing I could do was stay subscribed and disengage and stop opening your emails because as soon as people stop opening your emails that's when your email deliverability to the people who, you do, who do want to hear from you actually gets damaged. Right,
2: because Gmail and Yahoo and Hotmail and all of the rest of them, AOL, are sending data back saying, oh, uh, we've had 15 emails in the last three months from this guy and th- this contact hasn't opened any of those emails. It's probably spam or he's not interested. It's Send it low quality. And then right. your email platform, ActiveCampaign, whatever you use, now struggles to get that delivery
1: to the people who do care, believe it or not. So how do we get over this, right? The simple solution is this. Someone joins your list and as soon as they join, send them a nice email which says, hey, thank you so much for joining. Here's that download link of that thing that you asked for, so fulfill on that. By the way, I'd love to find out a bit more about you and what and what I can help you out with further, whether we work together or not. Here's a link to a simple survey. It's got three questions in it. It will take you three clicks of your mouse, so probably two seconds, and it'll mean I can send you the most relevant information to help you on your journey to your home improvements or whatever heck you do. Great. So when the person goes to that survey, it's got three questions, right? Yeah, now the first one could be, what, if your
2: lead magnet is five things to know before you hire an architect, the first question could be, why are you looking to hire an architect? And now you have, give them four or five of your most popular things. So that might be, I literally want to build a house. I've got some land and I'm buying some land. I want to build a house. It could be everything down to the tiniest job that you then do and everything in between. And what that means is now with one click of a little radio button, one of those little option things, they can now say, I'm actually, they've told you specifically what they're interested in, which means you never get to that situation where you don't know what, what they're looking for. And you have to just sort of scatter gun marketing stuff at them. The next thing could be great what sort of budget are you playing with right now? You can ask that question. And again, they can actually rule themselves out of your marketing processes altogether by saying, I have $10 or, you know, something that's just, you decide whatever your sort of bottom is. And you, what, you can
1: also set expectations at this point about what's, what this is going to look like. Cause for some people, if it's their first time ever doing this kind of thing, they might not even know what the ballpark is. Right, How many times guessing. have we done that as architects have got people have just gone it's what for a doodle on a picture on a piece of paper, you know. We we know that happens, right? I've got pals who are architects, so I, I hear this a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: The third question could be: What's your sort of um, basically how important is this right now to you? So how pressing is this? What's the time frame that Emergency, this is going to be? Yeah. And it could be: I need it done, you know, immediately. It's the next thing. It's the I'm doing it now. It could be, I'm thinking about doing it in the next five years. Uh, Or it could be like a rating scale of how urgent is this right now? And you say, well, anyone who says it's an eight, nine or 10 urgent, I'm going to, they're, they're a more hot prospect. And now suddenly with three questions that are actually set out to serve the person better, they're out to serve your prospect better because you say, so that we can give you the most relevant information answer these questions so it's not just there to serve you it's going to serve you but it's actually serving them because they get a better experience from you you ask three questions they can fill that survey out in less than a minute, less than two minutes with just a couple of clicks, hit one button. And now all of that data gets pushed back into your email marketing system and then segments them nicely so that if you wanted to, you can pull up a report of all, you can pull up a search rather of all the people who said that they have a budget of $20 million and they want to build a mansion in Beverly Hills. and, And you might go, well, I'm going to speak to them first because that's my hot thing. That's what I want to do right now. And what it means is that the, all of the automated sequences they go into only speak to them about things that are totally relevant. You don't need to send them that thing about that new legislation they need to know about if they want to do an attic conversion because it doesn't matter if they're actually. So the important
1: house. thing here, and, the, and this is the reason we founded Response Week in the first place, is traditionally surveys have been fairly useless. Even though we've, everyone's been using them for years, they basically result, result in pie charts of information that's not related to a person. Whereas if you take your survey and you have a survey application which actually talks to your email marketing, automation, or CRM system, where you can individually identify what this person said they're interested in versus what that person said they're interested in, now on their contact record, we can start building up a picture and start sending them only the most relevant information to them. That's only possible if you connect your survey platform to your CRM or marketing automation system. So if you ever run a survey like this ever again, anonymous surveys need to be like left behind because if we can't act on the feedback we're getting then why are we asking for the feedback? For example, if you ran a survey to your list of, I
2: don't know, let's say a 1,000 people, just a random number, 500, 100, 1,000 people, and they fill it in and 20% of them say that they want to build a house from scratch and 30% of them say they want to do an attic conversion and 40% of them say they want to build a commercial property and the rest say something else. When you look at that data, you're no further forward than you were when you, if you didn't run the survey. You know that some people want all four of those things and it's achieved nothing. Yep, businesses have been doing it for years and years and years and years. But without that identification, it doesn't mean anything.
0: So what do you do with that information? Once you get that information back, um, what do you do with it?
2: So it's time to stop looking at surveys as a thing that we do at mass and treat the data at mass. And we do them individually and we treat the data individually, but we can do it thanks to the internet and automation. We can do that completely at scale, completely hands-free. So now what happens is you join my list today because you're interested in my lead magnet. Somebody else joins my list tomorrow because they're interested in my lead magnet. Another person joins them later in the day because they're interested in my lead magnet. You're now on your own separate path through my business. So you get an email straight away that says, here's the lead magnet, by the way, would you fill in this survey? And then tomorrow, the the other two, they get the same email on their timeframe and they fill in the survey. It takes them less than a minute. You can point, it's really important to point that out in the email. This is three clicks, less than a minute they fill out that quick survey so that you can serve them better. And now what happens is you automatically go down the path that's really relevant to you that's going to do the best job of getting you on the phone with me if you are a relevant qualified prospect or giving you more information if actually you're, if you're thinking about building a house in five years time and you're just getting my lead magnet. Now, there's not a lot of point in me sending you that, that hot, let's get on a call information. All I'm going to do is bug you. So you can push them down the road a little bit. Whereas the people who are saying, no, no, I want to do this in the next 12 months. Suddenly you're like, that's a person I need to have a conversation with or whatever your timeframe is. And so you so- can
1: prioritize those people Is basically what you can
2: right. do. So what's happening is now each person is going down their own little marketing path. It's like those choose your own adventure stories that we read as kids, where if the little boy turned down the left path, turn to page 42. If you think he went down the right path, turn to page 68. What happens is I ask you a question, you give me the answers in this little survey, and automatically you now start going down the automations and the email sequences that are only relevant to you. Likewise, the other people get the same thing.
1: So So to set this up, let's say you offered four different major services, like you just split your business down into four five, let's say maximum six different bulk services, build, renovation, something, something. Sure, sure. Yeah. That kind of thing. You know what they offer your business. You then have a different series of email automations, which drip out over a period of time to let that person know that you know what you're talking about. You've got some really valuable help and insight they can give you. They can trust you. You can give them social proof and testimonials and photographs and beautiful stuff that they've done, which is, so I'm in the, I'm looking for a new house build. All of the testimonials I get, every photo I get off you in my email is of these beautiful before and after pictures of here's a boggy piece of land and here's a beautiful dream mansion. And I'm like, this is my dream. This is going to be amazing. Whereas Rob, he just fancied having his, his uh, an attic renovation, an attic conversion, but every email he's getting at the same time, as I'm getting my emails, every email he's getting is all these beautiful attic spaces that have been done.
2: So I think the thing is, you become the most relevant person to them. You might be a master of all the different things that you offer. But to them, it's like you're the architect who only does that one thing and is an absolute specialist at it. And there's the old analogy, isn't there, that if you go and see a general practitioner, doctor, they they have the lowest salary in that sort of world. Mm-hmm. But if you go and see the heart surgeon or the brain surgeon, their salary is much higher because they're a specialist in that one thing, which almost sounds backwards, doesn't it? Almost sounds like, well, if you know loads of things about everything, you should get paid more than the person yeah. who only did that. Because that's obviously not how it works. But that's how it feels. So you become the specialist. You become the person who... If you want an eight-bedroom mansion in Beverly Hills, that's the only guy or girl to go to. Whereas... Otherwise, every other architect there, look at our brochure. This is the page on 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 building houses and this is the page on attic conversions and this is the page on something else. And so, I mean,
1: like The only two things we know about are attic conversions and, and, and,
2: <laughs> and building a new house. <laughs> you could knock down a house and build a house where that was. Love, so that, that, kind of, love uh, it, yeah. love it. So I think, so, so you become the hyper relevant person who's not just relevant to them and what they want right now. It's like almost you're the most relevant person in the industry because you only appear to be talking about What's re- so you're giving what's
1: the them thing. all the content, all the relevance, all of the insight, all of the social proof, all the emotional stuff, everything that they see from you is relevant to where they are, but not in general, to where they are right now based on what they're looking for. That's pretty powerful. It is powerful.
0: And what's, what's a, the best part of everything that you're talking about is that while this is happening... I'm either sleeping in bed yeah. or I'm, um, I'm designing my favorite project. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything. Focus on putting more people stuff.
1: into the front end of that. If, you, right, if right. that's like, you know, but you don't need to worry about this because the segmentation and being hyper relevant is on autopilot. You could set this up in like three hours tops, the whole thing up set up once in three hours, then let this beautiful thing do its work. Um, we have one of the only software businesses or software platforms at Response Suite where we don't want you to have to log in. Once you've set it up, it connects to your CRM where all of your customer data should be, rather than being held hostage in your in your survey platform. It's put into where your customers are and all the automations happen in your CRM. So you should never need to log back in and tweak unless you want to tweak things and change things. Of course, you can do that anytime you want. But with these kind of things, we're also busy. You don't want another system to log into. Set it up, get it working, and then focus on more of the stuff that you enjoy doing that are going to grow your business and let this automation. But, it's, but what's nice about this automation? Let me just talk about one of the things, which is in a world where we, where, we are all, where we are all terrified of machine learning and artificial intelligence and big brother is watching you, all that stuff, all the information you're using to target these people with the perfect message is stuff that they are volunteering and saying they are happy to share with you. And that is big for people saying, hey, I'm really interested in that thing. And now as in return, you give me that information.
2: And what that means is when it does come to the time that they're going to raise their hand and say, okay, great. Now let's have a meeting. Let's actually have a consultation and talk about this, your sales process, your actual sales process, you turn up to that or get on the phone with them or a zoom with them. And you already know tons about them.
1: And they feel like you know them too. And they feel
2: like they know you and your work. Imagine the difference between getting on a call and talking to them about the house they want to build because you know that's what they want and you know what the time frame on that is rather than having to say, okay, great. And what are you thinking about doing? Oh, I'll write a house. Okay, great. And when are you
1: thinking about doing it? Like you don't have to do that anymore. You can skip the worst and most difficult toe curling parts of a sales conversation and just get straight into the bit you enjoy, which is talking about
0: the details of what they want to do. Yeah, and and that part that you just described, everything that you just described, traditionally before the internet, we we did that. We did the same oh. thing. We just did it in person. We were working at our at our drafting board at the time, or at our CAD station, and somebody would ring the bell, and you'd let them into your office, and now you'd have to spend two hours talking to somebody to introduce them to your firm and learn something to about the them. From- right, exactly. And after two hours, they aren't the right. Person for your client today because of the internet, because of the technology we have, and it just keeps getting better and better and better. What's nice about the great technology is
1: look, Rob and I are not technical. Like, we did not develop this piece of software, this response suite thing. We don't know how it works. We, But what we do have is we bring our stupidity to the work we do. And we bring it proudly by saying to our developer, Colin, who's just sitting here next to us, uh, here in this very room. And we say, yeah, yeah, that's very good for you because you're a clever developer person. But us mere mortals, we're not going to understand any of that. Make it simpler. You do the heavy lifting in the code so that if you can drag and, drag and drop stuff together, which... As an architect, you can do way more than I can do or Rob can do probably. Uh, You can use this bit of software. So we wanted to make it really simple to implement for us. And then that's why we rolled it out for customers too. So absolutely, it's about simplifying it, setting it up and making it run.
0: So the place to find information about Response Suite is Response S-U-I-T-E, ResponseSuite.com. That's right. Um, You could go check it out right there and learn all about it it connects so you probably already have an email marketing service maybe it's convertkit or aweber or infusionsoft one of these other crm services response suite ties in and works with that next
1: directly you don't need a third party sitting in the middle so we connect directly to that so uh, yeah it's a really deep integration
0: yeah it's super i I was looking at it before we got on our call here and it looks super interesting uh, I'm going to def- definitely check it out myself because I think both for the architecture firm and Entree Architect, I think one of the things I'm struggling with Entree Architect and those of you out there who know what I'm about to say is that you do get a lot of irrelevant information from me or a lot of sales messages about things that half of our audience loves to have that information and half our audience doesn't want it. And every time I say But said- you know what? You're sta- like you're, you're not alone. Like That is regular.
1: But what's amazing is- you can be like the guy who cuts through that and like who becomes the most relevant. You get to be ahead of the curve, which is like amazing.
0: That's exactly right. What I want to do is I want to get the right information to the right people. So everybody who's getting information from us helping them more. is getting what they want.
1: Because right? look, if you're receiving, if I'm getting an email from you every single day, let's just imagine I am, right? And only one of those emails of the five, in, five I'm getting from you in a week is relevant. I'm probably missing the one relevant one from you. Because I'm ducking and diving from the four that are irrelevant for me. So I am missing. So you're not helping me more either, which is incredible. So if just by giving me that one email a week, which is relevant, you're helping me more, which means you're bringing me closer to your circle and you're building up trust with me, which means I'm more likely to engage with you. And that's for you and that's for every all of us, right?
0: Yeah. And, and I, we, we are answering uh, the question so many architects have is, as how do we find the right people? And, and how do we do this efficiently? Because we're sitting in our office doing all these different things and we have to spend so much time on that front end that we don't need to spend time on it anymore. It's all uh, with automation available for us to, to, to filter out all of those people who aren't necessarily right for our firm before we ever have a conversation with them. And when we do have the conversation with them, it's, it's a super powerful conversation. It's a relevant conversation it's it's the information that they're looking for and you resonate with them and they sign up with you and now you have a great client.
1: nailed it you should do it, it you should do our podcasts for us yeah <laughs> I mean
0: absolutely that's exactly that's it. And, and just, just to clarify, I've, this is not a sponsored podcast. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm looking for ways that architects can learn how to be better marketers. And Robin Kennedy have a great uh, system so here and a lot of information. Back, like, even without Response Suite, if you take one thing away from this, it's just like ask
1: yourself the question, which is Response Suite or no Response Suite? How can I be more relevant to every single person whom I talk to? How can I do that? What other little tricks and little elements of my business can I put in place so I can be more relevant and stop sending less irrelevant stuff to each individual person? If we can figure that out in many different ways, and response to one tool that does that, but in addition to a whole suite of other things you could do um,
0: so and you can do. So definitely yeah. think about that as the takeaway from this. Super interesting. Thank you. Uh, let's, uh, let's, I want to ask you the one question that I ask everybody. Um, and you could either answer it as a, as a duo, or you can answer it separately. Uh, what is one thing a small firm architect can do today to build a better business for tomorrow?
2: So I think the the first thing is to start, uh, just start asking questions of your people in a less salesy way. So don't do it as part of your sales conversation. I think if you can start working out, okay, great. What questions can I ask, whether that's through a survey or whether that is by asking people just to reply to one of my emails, you just hit, hit reply and read them manually and look at it that way. Just start asking questions that will allow you to divvy up, I don't know if that word goes around the world, Allow, allow you to divide people into the different segments of that little pie and know who is who. The minute you start asking questions, you start understanding people. It allows you to bring more to the table when you get to that sales process down the line, but without that icky bit at the beginning of the sales conversation. So start asking questions and do it much earlier in the process than where it's probably currently happening.
0: Love it. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, the website is responsesuite.com. If you want to go check them out, uh, you can go say hi. Let them know that you heard about them over at Entre Architect Podcast. Would love um, to. And uh, Robin Kennedy, this has been super interesting. This is this is sort of the next step in email marketing. That that we've talked about email marketing here before. Um, we know it's important. We've built our our um, automated uh, sales you know lead magnets, and we've gotten those email lists starting to get built. Um, This is a great next step to sort of take that information, take all of that, the data that's coming in and do something with it. So it can help automate our systems even more so we can focus on the things that we really love doing.
1: Yeah, and if you love email marketing, you're welcome to come and join us on our free podcast, The Email Marketing Show as well. We'd love to have you talk about the technical geeky stuff and all the fun stuff to do email marketing and doing that more effectively
0: as well. Sounds great. We'll put a, a link on the show notes for that. This is episode 299 so entrearchitect.com slash episode 299 will have links to everything that we talked about, including the podcast. Robin Kennedy, this is a really great conversation. I really enjoyed spending some time with you guys. Uh, thanks for being here at Entree Architect Podcast. Thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Thanks. You've been listening to episode 299. Yes, 299 episodes of Entree Architect Podcast. Don't miss next week. I have a very special guest joining me to celebrate 300 episodes of Entree Architect podcast. If you would like access to the show notes for today's show with Rob and Kennedy, they spent a tremendous amount of time and dropped a tremendous amount of value with us in this episode. All the links are over there uh, at slash episode 299 go there and share that link with a friend. That is how we've grown this audience. That's how we've built this podcast, one episode at a time, one architect at a time, sharing this link, entrearchitect.com slash episode 299. And learn more about our new planning course for Entre Architects at entrearchitect.com slash one goal. I know you're busy. I know you're tired of hearing about planning and goals. That's why I developed this new course. It's a nine-module video training course. It's designed to be quick and easy, yet super focused and super powerful. I know you don't have tons of time to plan and develop strategies for goals. I know you're sick of it. So let's focus on the single most important goal, such that by achieving it, everything else in your firm will be easier or unnecessary. Just one goal. Does that sound familiar? It's inspired by the book, The One Thing, written by Gary Keller. That that is what inspired this course. If you do only one thing to plan for the coming year, this is it. Identify your one goal and prepare a strategy to execute and accomplish the single most important goal at your architecture firm. And I'm going to show you how at this course. It's simple. Visit entrearchitect.com slash one goal right now to learn more and how to register for this course entrearchitect.com slash o-n-e-g-o-a-l entrearchitect.com slash one goal love learn share what you know thanks for listening have a great week i've mentioned it to my family but in terms
2: of telling people like oh yeah we're doing this i'm looking for projects
0: Calling all small firm architects, it's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architect's context and clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action.
2: There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be.
0: Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. And so uh, for me, the the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.